Listener discretion is always advised. Definitely, in the beginning, I had no intention uh, or, or whatsoever that what I, what I was practicing and what I'm still practicing now would lead to this yeah, <laughs> to begin with. This is for masters, this technique. You already know what you're listening to. No introduction is necessarily needed. You know the sound of my voice. The one and only Sacramento Prince. But you can address me as a California king. You know damn well I ain't here to play. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's get it, y'all. It's Tuesday. And yeah, I'm hitting you right on top of your head. Hey, let moaning. Before anybody is up wiping the crust out of their eyes, you're stinking, you're moaning, you're groaning. Get your ass up, man. Get up, man. The podcast is started. Get the fuck up. You got work to do. You got bills to pay. You got a lady to smile. You got a lady to make smile. Do something with your life, you, you worthless bastard. Listener discretion was advised at the top of the show. Please understand that I do use foul language and I also have a very, very, very dirty mouth. Now, with that being said, there's a bunch of shit always falling upon my lap, falling upon my feet, and I just take it upon myself to share that shit with you. But one more time, let me remind you that uh, my name is Justice. I'm quite the peaceful guy, but I don't got a problem with breaking you bitches into pieces. I produce the best solo. Well, whatever, man. I don't know. You know what this is, man. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast. Let's get it. Man, I mean, I, I turn off the I, I, I turn off the podcast, and the next thing I know, I gotta re-podcast. Because it seems like some people just like being talked about. And I don't care who you are or where you are. If your story lands in front of my desktop or on my desktop, I should I should say, I'm going to talk about it. That's just what I do. But anyway, we're going to start off with some local stuff right now. Just, just a couple of local stories that may or may not catch your attention. So let's go ahead and move right into that. This story is coming to you from the 916 Times here in Sacramento. Narcotic sales, firearms, and marijuana cultivation arrests in Galt. Per Galt PD, once again, this is coming to you from the 916 Times. Earlier this year, GDP, which is Galt, Police Department received an anonymous tip related to illegal narcotic sales at a residence within our city. The tip was investigated by our POP, that's a problem-oriented policing officer and investigations unit based on the information provided and our investigation. A search warrant was obtained for the residence on Friday, 2-3-23 this year, the third of this year. On approximately 7,0700 hours, Galt Police Department officers executed the search warrant, and with the, assist, with the assistance of Sacramento County SWAT team and HIDTA, a high-intensity drug trafficking task force, 
officers located 80 marijuana plants and multiple pounds of dried processed marijuana indicative of marijuana cultivation. Over one pound of suspected cocaine, two assault rifles, 11 unregistered firearms, numerous kits to manufacture machine guns, and $36,000 in cash. Ooh, this was the plug. They hit the plug. A male suspect identified as Cameron Farrell, 23 of Galt, was arrested and booked into Sacramento County, Maine jail for the following charges. Possession of a controlled substance for sale. Possession of a controlled substance while being armed. Possession of a machine gun. Manufacturing slash sales of an assault weapon. Possession of large capacity magazines and cultivating marijuana. Farrell's bill was set at $60,000. And since, wait, he has since been released from custody. Thank you to the sack. I'm not thanking them for anything. This happened in Galt. They caught this guy with a gang of shit. Did you hear what I just said? They caught this guy with a ridiculous amount of motherfucking drugs, a ridiculous amount of guns, a ridiculous amount of shit. I, I mean, somebody snitched. I don't know what else to tell you, but motherfuckers like to talk even more than me. I, I don't even know if that's a thing, but I just kind of feel like it is. I'm not sure, but I'm convinced that it is. Stop the music. Now that you hear my voice, I want you to understand one thing and one thing only, that this is the Justice and the Peace podcast, and no matter what it is that I do, I always go into, what the fuck is what, what what what's what's going on? Not again, man. Who what what, what what stop that? Can somebody stop that? Is that possible? Stop it. What 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 the fuck is going on? What is that? What the fuck? What is that? What's good everyone? We live in effect. Welcome to another episode of the Out the Park segment. Now it's not about sports yet, <laughs> but let's get down to business. So what we do here is we talk about stories that are a little far out there. Sort of like when you hit a home run, it goes all the way out there. Keep in mind these stories vary from back in the day all the way to now, the present, 2023. But all true, okay? So with that being said, it's February. We're doing stories related to Valentine's Day. So the first story we got is titled Killer Sally. Who is Killer Sally? Sally McNeil is a former American professional bodybuilder who is infamously called Killer Sally. Sally met Ray when they both served in the United States Marine Corps. The duo bonded over the love of fitness, eventually tying the knot. In 1987, three years after marrying Sally, was discharged from the Navy and eventually found alternative ways to make money. Everything was going well between Sally and Ray. However, in 1994, tensions started to prevail between the couple. Reports say that Sally and Ray came to a heated argument when she was confronted by one of her husband's mistress. On February 14, 1995, the two had a massive fight that turned out fatal. Sally, who was 27 at the time, shot Ray twice with a shotgun, 
once in the abdomen and then in the head. Savage immediately called police and claimed that she killed him out of self-defense and that he had been beating her. However, during the trial prosecutor's challenge, Sally's domestic abuse self-defense story as investigators found the couple to be using steroids, leading people to name the murder as the Roid Rage Killing. They argued that the killing was premeditated and Sally was found guilty of second degree murder in 1996. God damn. Them will make it look good. Get all the bitches. It'll make you go crazy. Alright. Shit. Okay. Let's go a little bit back further than that. The Valentine's Massacre. The St. Valentine's Massacre was the murder of seven members and associates of the Chicago Northside Gang that occurred on St. Valentine's Day, 1929. The men were gathered at Lincoln Park, Chicago Garage on February 14, 1929, around 10.30 in the morning when they were lined up against the wall and shot by four unknown assailants. Armed with Thompson submachine guns, some dressed as police officers, others with coats and ties, murders resulted from the competition for control over organized crimes in the city. Others have said that the members of Chicago Police Department who allegedly wanted revenge for the killing of a police officer's son played a part. Shit, well that's just crazy. And that's just a brief description. If you guys want the whole story, make sure you guys look it up. The St. Valentine's Massacre. Alright, on to a lighter mood. So let's get into the story real quick. So you know how they say, first impressions always count. Well, a young man applying at a Subway restaurant in Redmond, Oregon did just that when his mother literally crashed his interview last October while her son was inside talking to the manager. The mother dozed off in the car and accidentally hit the gas pedal, sending the car to the establishment window. The crash happened just feet from where the interview was taken. Goddamn, try to take out your own goddamn son, huh? Well, that's all we got today. I'm Jay. This is the Out the Park segment. Till next time. What the fuck? Hey, hey. My producers, I don't know what's going on with that shit. That is definitely not fucking cool. This is for Moss. Yeah, that's not cool. See, it fucks up everything that I got going on in this place. But, but, unfortunate. Well, fortunately, I kind of, I might be able to uh, bounce back from that some kind of way. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Let the show continue. Let the show continue. Now, on to other things. This is a big story. I don't know if you care. I, I think you should care. I think we all should give a fuck about this next story because it involves something that is near and dear to everyone's hearts. Something that is already on you right now. I'm talking about your cell phones. Probably the device that it is that you are listening to my annoying ass voice from. Do you know we get all of the minerals, or at least a majority of the minerals that are used in our phone from Africa? Did you know that, motherfucker? Did you know that Africa is splitting into two content continents right now as I speak? Did you know that? Pull out your motherfucking your phone and look it up. Well, Matt, don't do that. 
Don't pull out your phone until it's time to subscribe and all that other shit. Listen to my dumb ass and you already know. I'm a, a massive crack in the ground that's estimated to be up to 50 feet deep has opened up in Kenya seemingly overnight. The crack stretches along Kenya's Great Rift Valley and many scientists believe it could end up splitting the continent apart. Deborah Pata is tracking developments from Johannesburg, South Africa. Imagine waking up one morning to find a massive crack running through your home. That's what happened to Elliot in Jaguna, forced to dismantle his house by hand before it was lost to the earth below. He lives in Maimahu, part of the Great Rift Valley in Kenya, a region that has already provided a treasure trove of some of the most important archaeological finds in history. And this latest discovery is so significant, scientists predict it will be the fault line along which history is made once again as Africa splits into two continents. What does that mean, though? What exactly does it mean if Africa splits into two continents? Well, I mean, hey, man, if you in Africa and you listen to my podcast, make sure you got people on both sides of this these continents uh, at least an equal amount of people because if history has told us anything about how people do or how people are when it comes to land and when it comes to resources and especially at this time in 2023 somebody might attack is it going to be one nation is it going to be two nations how exactly is it going to work i i don't know i i, I don't know a massive crack in the ground that's it's it, it it's it, this is a hell of a time to be alive i mean there's everything under the sun if you look for it, it it's it's right there it's right there for you all you gotta do is just look for it and that is a motherfucking fact and you know what else there's a lot of crazy things that go on in the world but there's also a lot of crazy facts some people like to call these facts a bit morbid so let's go to that guy for some more of his morbid facts. Morbid facts, part 314. This is the unbelievable anatomy of conjoined twins Brittany and Abby Hensel, who are now 32 years old. Notably, they have four lungs but one rib cage, two hearts, one liver, two stomachs, one set of intestines, three kidneys, and one pelvis. Okay, I got a question. This is a, he's talking about conjoined twins, uh, two heads. One body, two legs, two arms, all mushed together. Hey, I'm not making fun of these ladies. But, but, if, if you fuck this lady, does that count as a threesome? Does it? Modern bulletproof vests were invented in the 1970s by pizza shop owner and former U.S. Marine Richard Davis. He came up with the idea after being wounded when a pizza delivery turned into a shootout. I got another question. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still on the conjoined twins. Uh, so, so when they, okay, if they die, do they still go to, do, that, do they go to, do they go to heaven together? Or do they go to hell together? What happens if there's one good one and one bad one? Do they tear in half or something like that? I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, grandson, what's up, my guy? Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. He shot himself in the chest nearly 200 times to test his invention. This is an example of a pillory which was used as a form of capital punishment in 19th century China. 
man in the photo can't reach his hands to his face, so he must rely on pedestrians to give him food and water like a dog. The device also made it incredibly hard to sleep comfortably, essentially torturing the prisoner until they died from starvation. Whoa! This guy has a box around his neck, but it's an open-ended, it's just like one side of the box with a square cut inside of that thing. Oh man, I gotta get video going quickly here for you motherfuckers. Morbid facts. Part yes, another morbid facts edition right there from the guy who gives you morbid facts. You know, there's a lot of facts in the world that people choose to ignore that most people haven't went to school for. This is a fact that I just learned tonight. Check this shit out. I saw on TikTok that dentists can tell if you just sucked a wiener. Dick. Is it true? Yep, that one's true. How? Because you can see bruising <gasps> and soft tissue in the back. Ooh, so that means if you, if you like, uh, uh, to, if you're a snake gobbler, then uh, you have, you probably have bruising in the back of your throat. And when you go to the dentist, no matter what it is that you identify as, he can tell if you've been sucking dick. Ah! Of the soft palate. Oh! So there's a particular pattern of, of bruising. Yeah, a dick pattern. That we can tell. <laughs> So swallow that schlong, you nice young lady or or man or, or yeah. if you suck dick, suck dick. What the fuck do you want me to tell you? I don't know if there's anything else to tell you. I mean, you want to talk about somebody taking one. And when I say taking one, I mean taking one for the motherfucking team. Yesterday I talked about how how um what's the right old Madonna looked at the damn award show. Well, it just came to my attention that Ab Soul or AB Soul, I've heard this guy's name, I don't know his music very well, but they say that he bagged Madonna. You wanna talk about a nigga trying to secure the bag? That bitch got billions of dollars and she probably drink children's blood and eat little baby livers just to stay healthy. I don't know, but AB Soul, he's gonna be around for the next 100 years. So let's go ahead and give a round of applause to that guy for uh, taking one for the whole damn nation. Ugh, blah, nasty. Anyway, back to local matters and this is coming from sack sheriff this is um a news release arrest made in a child molestation case oh god i didn't even read this shit okay on january 19th 2023 the sacramento county sheriff's office child abuse bureau arrested 49 year old elton glenn ward in grass valley on 16 counts of lewd lascivious yeah, lascivious acts with the child under 14 years of age. Ward is currently being held at the Sacramento County Main Jail with the bail amount of $1,600,000. The victims in this case were female juveniles aged 5 to 16. Oh, I hope somebody get this dude in there. I mean, like, talk to him very, very aggressively. This isn't an active... This is an active and ongoing criminal investigation. Detectives are concerned that there may be additional unreported victims 
any community members with information regarding this investigation are urged to contact the Sacramento County Sheriff's Department Child Abuse Bureau. Look it up. If you got something to do with this shit, if you know anything about this guy, look it up. Report whatever it is that may or may not have happened to you or any information you may have when it comes to people of this predatory ass motherfucking nature. It's just, it, it's, it, I don't know what to say. One thing I do know, though, is that when you fuck around, you do find out. And sometimes it's just best not to fucking find out or even better, not to fuck around. This guy's about to learn very, very quickly about that. Let's go. Pull a gun on Get you pull a gun on me. You live. You bought that. You bought that. You bought that. Watch out, you bro. Shoot me? Get me off camera. You gonna shoot me? I think this is an old clip. I didn't necessarily look at it before I watched it, but I think that I think that I saw this shit. What's happening right now before me is a guy. He's standing in the kitchen, and there's a lady. Uh, uh, they're both in their 20s, it looks like. She is fucking telling him, turn off the camera. He is, he, he, he is telling her that she is not about that life. Now, mind you, they're in the kitchen. If you've been in somebody's house, you already know that the kitchen isn't always close to the front door, but sometimes it is. My phone, you can't tell me to do shit. Get out of my can't house! You can't tell me to do shit. You gonna shoot me? What the fuck? You gonna shoot me? Nigga, you really? You gonna shoot me? Everybody who watching, who watching, who watching, who watching, who watching, who watching, Man, half of the people that's on my shit don't even know what that shit is, man. Half hey, some of the people listening to my shit probably don't know what the fuck that is, man. The people on my shit don't even know what that is. Now, this is just a precautionary tale. That's one of the reasons why I'm airing this. If you are in someone's house, and even if they don't have a firearm, someone tells you to leave or to get out, it is always best to leave, motherfucker. Get the fuck out. Go. Bye. Skedaddle. Nigga, ghost. Adios. Play the tape. Bitch, you ain't gonna do shit. That's the point. That's why I'm on here, because you ain't gonna do shit. Now, see? You're not gonna pull it. You're not bitch enough to do it. You're scary. My nigga, you ain't no gangster, my nigga. I bet y'all slap the piss out you. Ah, fuck. Now, I'm not sure that she shot this guy. This, this, this might, but if she did, he fucking deserved it. This girl just shot me! This girl just shot me! Usually when people get shot, they do scream, so I can't say that that was not authentic, but I hate to tell you, brother, your ass asked for it. Your ass asked to get shot. You said she wasn't about that life. You learned the hard way that she was but anyway i can't emphasize enough about how much some people most people almost all people especially little people get on my nerves and when i say little people that doesn't necessarily mean that you're 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 you're, you're height challenged it doesn't necessarily mean that you're short I'm talking about little people with little personalities and little knowledge of life with little things on their horizon 
to gain. You get on my nerves. You're little jealous fucks. That's what you are. But I can't waste my time over it. You little motherfuckers, you know what you like to do? You like to follow trends. So if you are a hater of mine, you know, one of those motherfuckers who do stupid shit behind other people's back and smile in their face, I have a brand new trend for your little bitch ass pal. Check this out right here. This is coming to you from the New York Post. This viral stump is a total flop. It's called death diving. Ooh, I bet you someone's gonna have fun doing this shit listening to my podcast. Death diving is what can only be described as extreme belly flopping. You heard me right. Have you ever got on a diving board? If you're one of them fat motherfuckers or you wear a t-shirt in a swimming pool, you probably have never been on a diving board. And if you have, that shirt was sticking to your fat ass something vicious. But anyway, you get on the uh, 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 on the fucking diving board or, or you jump off, uh, uh, you know, a little side of the pool into the water in that you hear that pop, right? It stings a little bit. Why don't you elevate yourself up to the to the height where humans just about almost die and jump? Do that shit. Do that. Now, don't do it for me. Because I know you don't want to do anything to make me happy or to see me happy. You's a hating ass motherfucker, little people. But to make yourself feel like you're really in danger, to make yourself feel like you're a little special, to get that exhilaration, exhilaration, to get that little, that little frustration out of your little bodies, go ahead and try Death Diving, brought to you by yours truly, Justice and the Peace. It was a deep dive, and boy, did I go in. You want to talk about motherfuckers going in? I thought the guy who was fucking Madonna took one for the team, but nope. I found another kid who, I mean, I think this kid is uh, another hero of this year. I want to go ahead and point him out very, very, uh, I don't even know what the what the right word is. I want to give this guy a... Uh, A 19-year-old student makes his relationship official. Yeah, 19 years old, he made his relationship official with a 76-year-old billionaire. It was love at first sight, he said. I felt butterflies when I saw her. This is true love. Motherfucker, you lying. As soon as you found out how much that old bitch was worth, you said, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. You didn't give a fuck about the feet powder smell. You didn't give a damn about the CPAP machine. You didn't even give a fuck about her personal nurse that comes in and bathes her. Because you just going to get her dirty later on. So you don't give a fuck about none of that. You do give a fuck about one thing, sir, and that's your future. And for that, I commend you. I commend you silently. I commend you at the top of hills, screaming at the top of my lungs. You are a gangster, you little nasty motherfucker. You, I wish I would have had, I wish I would have had the insight of that kid when I was younger, but You know, I can't say it enough. I am an idiot, grandson. I have done stupid things in my life, and and, uh, one of those things may consist of me (sighs) taking the vaccine. I 
I said, nah, I don't like to talk about the vaccine because you could get flagged. You could get uh, 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 deplatformed. Or could you? Maybe you can. I'm going to read to you, or maybe they're going to read to you. I'm not, I'm not sure how this is going to break down. I know I saved the story because it made my eyebrows rise like the rock. Listen to this shit, all right? Let me see what's going on. Uh, it says, the German government bombshell. Now, this is coming from the Germans. An alarming number of vaccinated are uh, developing AIDS. I-, I don't know about that. And it says, visit the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention for Vaccine Resources. But I hope that is not true. I, I, I hope that is not true. I mean, shit, that would be terrible if they found a way to really. But hey, you know, it, it, far weirder things have happened than that. You know, about five years ago, ten years ago, this white lady, she came out and she was saying some real, real crazy shit about one of these energy drinks. Do you remember what energy drink that was that she was talking about? I'll give you two seconds. 1001? No, you don't remember. Don't even act like you do. Listen to her talk, all right? Look at your M closely. There's a gap right here in the letter M. It's never connected. So you go into Hebrew, The letter Vav is also the number six. Short top, long tail. Short top, long tail. You could have here in Hebrew, 666 on the can. But my interest is the word monster. She dropped it. Did you hear what she said? Did you hear what she said? What do you see in the O? There's a cross. Okay. What has Christ got to do with an energy drink? let alone the name monster. So I thought, well, maybe this is a Christian company then. Well, you know, sometimes you see this shit and, and you be like, man, this motherfucker right here, they they need to go to sleep. They too woke, but she's about to string together all kinds of shit. Please listen. BFC at the bottom of the can. Do you know what that stands for? That's the F word. Big can. In fact, they write it on the side of the can, so I know that's the F word. Okay. Now, do you know what a MILF is? Yes. That's on the box. MILFs, dig it, and you will too. This is not a Christian company at all. So why would they have put a cross on the can? Here is the message. Antichrist. 666 in Hebrew. And then the Bible talks about the beast in Revelation. And look at Monster's ad. This is their statement. You see these M's everywhere. Hats, t-shirts, bumper stickers. Is there another agenda here? I do have a question, though. Is that what killed Monster Energy Drinks? Because you showing the fuck don't see them M's nowhere. Like, there is a very weird thing going on in this country right now with a lot of this satanic shit and I don't even really like to too much talk about it because I don't want none of that shit to rub off on me because if it rub off on me it might rub off on my family and I don't need none of them problems right there I don't want to fuck around I don't want to find out but one thing I did find out was about uh, this singer who performed with Sam Smith at the satanic ritual uh, uh, inauguration inauguration that happened last night now 
This is coming from somebody whose name I'm not going to use. Grammys promoted an artist who had gender reassignment surgery at 16. Not only did Kim Petraeus perform, this person also won an award becoming the first transgender to win a Grammy. I'm not sure how the people of this community expect the world to embrace them when they align themselves with Satan worship and child genital mutilation. Now, I don't know exactly how to feel about that. At 16 years old, I was dumb. I was chasing tail. I was riding leg. I was uh, in search of the cat. I don't know how to put it. I was getting pussy at 16. Now, just the thought of somebody cutting my dick off scares the shit out of me as a 42-year-old man. But at 16, I don't know what's going on in society right now, but I do often question what the fuck is wrong with people. And I'm not saying anything is wrong with this this child, this young lady, uh, lady, is it lady? This young lady, as she would like to be called. Um, but I do know this, your mind usually isn't fully developed as a young man, even if you were assigned to the wrong body. Isn't your brain still a part of that body? It won't develop until you hit a certain age. So until you hit that age, you're still an adolescent. But then again, you know, I am an idiot and don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Truthfully, I don't know what the fuck this lady is talking about. Do you, can you decipher this? The famous Spanish model who was invited to an Illuminati party. She went out from everything she had seen. Listen. She says they kill people, the death of that class, death of that class of humans. Get out of here. They ate humans. Those disgusting, they ate humans. I don't know. I don't know of anything. I mean, of the assassinations, yes, but they ate humans. Now, this model went to uh, 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 some sort of party or something like that is what they say. But the crazy part about this is that Gabriela Rico Jimenez, Jimenez, uh, uh, she went missing. I don't know if that's true. I just now looked at this thing, and and it does look a little... She looks fucking terrified. So, I mean, fear is something that can be very much replicated and duplicated, especially if you want to be an actress. You're very, very good at portraying people. That's what you wanted to do your whole life, and if you couldn't make it in Hollywood, why not turn the people that's immediately around you into part of the sitcom you now call your life? Now, some people love to fall in this imagination station when it comes into their life because, like, I consistently and constantly remind people the world is what it is that you surround yourself with. So if you surround yourself with carnage and all kinds of crazy shit, usually there's a whole bunch of crazy shit going on in your world but if you surround yourself in some fucking stupid shit and i mean i'm not even talking about carnage i'm just talking about stupid shit what the fuck it is do you think is gonna happen 
when you're around stupid shit. Usually stupid things happen. And when stupid things happen, somebody is held accountable. And if that somebody is you, you may take your ass to jail. And I don't mean voluntarily, of course, motherfucker. I mean, they're going to come and pick you up and they're going to take you to jail. When you're in jail, you want to go home. If you want to go home, you're willing to give up something. If you're willing to give up something, you're probably willing to talk. But if you're not willing to talk, you might be willing to give up something else like these fellas right here. A new bill proposed in the state. Oh, that's kind of low. Hold on. Let me bring you up. We bring you up a little bit, all right. House would allow Massachusetts prisoners to donate their organs for reduced sentences. Hold on, what the fuck did she say? Run it back, lady. A new bill proposed in the state house would allow Massachusetts prisoners to donate their organs for reduced sentences. All right, give me your heart. Then you could, yeah, give me your heart, motherfucker. Now, the bill would give people in prisons about a month or even a year off of their initial sentence in exchange for donating an organ or bone marrow. A year for an organ? I mean, I'm not, I'm not for uh, letting anybody out early who's been, you know, convicted of some shit that they've been proven guilty of. But if you do go to jail and you give up an organ, don't you deserve more than a year? Hey, they selling organs out to prison, bruh. These are probably the most healthiest people in the nation. Think about it. You get three meals a day. You, 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 you get to sleep when you need to sleep. You don't have like a real job job. You don't have a, like a real boss boss. You don't have a wife to stress you out like in real life. But continue, lady. Now, the act was proposed by representatives Carlos Gonzalez and Judith Garcia. Carlos Gonzalez and Judith Garcia. Look them up. I don't know who they are. Look them up. They say it would restore bodily autonomy for those who are incarcerated, as well as expand the pool of donors to help extend the chances of life. Critics are calling the bill perverse and exploitive. Some even say it might be a violation of federal law. A new that is right. It just might be some sort of violation of civil rights or federal law or some shit like that to make some, si some sort of exchange program with anybody who was convicted of uh, a, a heinous crime, to say the least. But a year for organs? Uh, I, I got funny feelings about that. I don't, I don't know where to go with it. I'm not sure how I should go with that. I mean... Ugh, I don't know what to say. I'm stuck. What the fuck? But being stuck is 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 something that we're all kind of used to. I mean, at least me. It, it, it's it's just one of those things in life. One thing I have learned about life, though, is never ever try to flex on somebody who is stuck because people get resourceful. People find ways to do what it is that needs to get done when it needs to get did, if you understand what the fuck it is that I'm talking about. Now, one thing that is being done that a lot of people aren't even paying attention to is these smart cities that are starting to be erected. And, and what I mean erected, I'm talking about where the fuck you're at. Now, over, over time, all of the cities have been pressing these bills about more safety and about more surveillance and shit. You cannot walk anywhere down the street without being recorded. If you don't believe me, just 
look up at the stoplights. There are cameras everywhere, and you don't even pay attention, do you? Are you giving a fuck? You probably don't. Well, let me introduce you to the 2030 smart cities. You will have nothing. You will own nothing. And guess what, motherfucker? You're gonna love it. Let this guy fill you in. But there's already a plan for this. And the World Economic Forum calls them smart cities, which seems great. Progressive urban designers, like the UK headquartered uh, ARUP group, they have their own section on the WEF website. They're gaming what smart cities might look like. It's kind of exciting. What would life be like in these cities? Well, here you go. Their plan for 2030. Your family will eat zero amounts of meat and zero amounts of dairy. Each per Hold on, motherfucker. Hold the fuck on. Now, this is coming to you from Mr. Holistic. Now, he done been telling us. He's given us plenty of time. Motherfuckers ain't picked up no skills. You don't want to save your children. I, 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 there is going to be a hardship in the future, no matter what, okay? The best thing to do is to get it, Mr. Holistic. Check him out on Instagram. DM him. He might give you some information. But what the fuck they talking about is some bullshit. You will have nothing. You will own nothing. And you will Love it. Continue. Person will be restricted to 2,500 calories a day. Wait a second. Motherfucker, I can't have no steak. I can't have no ice cream. And you gonna count my motherfucking calories? What is this? Weight Watchers? Is this a Weight Watchers city? Won't you roll all them fat lard ass motherfuckers down the hill and through the gates and then draw the bridge up with a moat surrounding that motherfucker with nothing but hippos and crocodiles in it? This ain't for nobody skinny like me at all. You trying to make me dwindle away and die. Motherfucker, I got a high metabolism. I don't know what the fuck is wrong don't with me. Okay, I guess I don't have a high metabolism, you... You fucking... Reporter. What? Each family member will only receive three new items of clothing per year. Oh, D. Oh, you niggas like to be fitted up, huh? You like them J's you got on your feet, huh? Huh? Do you like that designer Gucci belt that you got, nigga? You're not going to be able to wear that shit. You're not going to be able to wear none of that shit. Everybody going to be dressed like everybody was dressed in Star Wars when, when Anakin went back down to visit his mama. Was that Anakin or Luke? One of them motherfuckers, when they went to Tatooine, everybody had them fucked up ass clothes on. That's what you're going to look like living in this city. Continue. This is on the World Economic site. There will be zero privately owned vehicles. Why? Hold on, motherfucker, what? This article on the uh, website actually quotes Klaus Schwab and his reference. Klaus Schwab. Now this motherfucker I have heard about a lot. He has a villain's bad name. And you didn't, I didn't come up with that originally. I heard it somewhere else and I just don't want to share with you where it is that I heard that from. But this motherfucker right here, Klaus Schwab. This motherfucker sound like he killed people and fixed tires on the weekend. This is uh, in the fourth industrial revolution. They talk about utilizing technologies like 5G, quantum computing, artificial intelligence for what, that, that. quote, 
reshaping the built environment. Is that a form of terraforming? I got to tell you, this is the scariest stuff I have ever written. I mean, Utopians in 1984, that stuff couldn't be done 20 years ago. This is George Orwell on steroids, and it all can be done and is being done. Right motherfucking now. So this is part of the reason why on just about every single one of my podcasts, I try to remind people, be very wary on what it is that you send up into that cloud, because I promise you, they don't call it a cloud for nothing. If we can remember what it is, the central function of a cloud is. Do you remember what clouds are supposed to do? They're supposed to rain, motherfucker. They supposed to rain. So be motherfucking careful what it is that you're putting up on your feed. All them locations, all your little gangster people, your little motherfucking do-ins and do-outs and pull-ups and pull-outs. Be careful what it is that you put in that cloud because I just have a feeling that terrible things are going to rain down once, once these smart cities are in full motherfucking effect. I mean... You really can't make it up. You really can't make it up. I mean, another thing you really can't make up is some of the craziest shit. And this shit right here is some shit I did not know at all. Let me stop this music real quick. Do you guys remember the song by Jay-Z and by uh, R. Kelly? Do you remember what song that is? You got two seconds, 1001. You don't remember what song. Jay-Z or Kelly. What song is that? Hmm? Those two did. They probably did more than one song. But this song right here. I was eight years old when I found out. Now check this out. That's the Fiesta song. Now, the music video for the single was created by R. Kelly and Little X. Filming the music video took place where <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein's island. So that means that we have two more connected motherfuckers to the Epstein shit. It says that the video for Fiesta was shot on Jeffrey Epstein's island. Who wrote Fiesta? Who was in, oh, R. Kelly and Jay-Z. Um, okay, um, I'm going to leave that one alone. I know how much people love uh, Beyonce. I'm going to leave that alone. So uh, what's this? Time for the matriarch to return. And Beyonce knows. When you look at Queen B, you... Whoa, wait a minute. What is, what is, what is, uh, hold on, hold on. What, what's going on? You also have Queen Bay that connects you to the Moors. All about the correction of the status or your state of being from the black, which literally means dead in the eyes of the elite, to white, the higher frequency living being, moving in the realm as a soulful supreme being or a sovereign being. Sovereign comes from the Latin word superanus, supreme, above, beyond. Beyonce literally means beyond others. So Beyonce comes out with the song saying, who run the world? Girls. In 2011, 2 plus 11, 13. The number 13 is the capital letter B. 
key when you bring the one and the three together. Don't think that's a reach. The Masons already know this. this is why they use the 13 all over the dollar bill, the pyramid steps, the branches, the olives, the letters in Anuit Coeptus. They called the original settled sites colonies like the bees have, and there were 13 of those. The Moors hold the keys to the matriarch. Beyonce possesses those keys. That's why she came out with the song already, 2019. The oh, bro, 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 bro. My guy, you gotta, you guys, please slow down. 400th year since 1619. And she put the Moorish flag in that video. And she said in the lyrics, it's time already. The reign of Sam is. Uh, bruh, do you have a job? Up. She told the women to get information. Information back in 2016. You are Morocco is a hidden message also. You are Morocco. Our Morocco is not just some place. The read on Queen B is that it's time for the matriarch to wake up and we won't be able to move forward as a people to rebirth this nation without you sisters being in your rightful position it's time for the matriarch to return and beyonce knows when you look at queen all right all right see it i don't know what to tell you guys it, i did not know that was about that and i guess i'm gonna leave that right there where it's at right there yeah that's what i'm gonna do but anyway like i was saying you know uh hove bay Hey, what, what, where do you go with that? There's nowhere really to go with that. I, I mean, there's always some terrible shit to report. I mean, do you want to hear a terrible story? Or maybe I'll give you some sports. This is Shannon Sharp. He calls out some kid. I don't know who this kid is. I'm going to let him do his damn job. Do your job, Shannon. Shit. I wish Ja would realize that he's not a thug. Ja's a, really, ja a really good basketball player. Ja did everything he could to lift himself and his... I don't know what he's saying. He's talking too low. So let me bring it back. ...family out of this type of environment and to get away from this. And for some reason, he wants to surround himself with these type of people. Why? Bruh, you not hard. That's not your life. People that in that life would give anything to be in your life. Great point. For some reason, you're worth 30... You're worth... A, you got a $200 million contract and you want people in the NBA to think you hood. I feel that, Shannon. I don't know anything about this kid, but I do completely understand. I mean, some people, most people, almost all people, they have a self-internal image of themselves. And if that self-internal image of themselves is ever questioned by somebody else, they kind of question that shit themselves and it could kind of make them reinforce the internal belief from which it is that they think or they believe they are so if you think that you hard and somebody questions that you hard you might act hard until somebody reminds you that you soft as a baby's ass but my thing is this I really hate to see brothers getting on brothers about some fucking bullshit. Shannon, you didn't been in the game forever. Jay Moran, he's a new kid, right? He's a little young guy. He's got $200 million. I do believe that sometimes it's best just to have conversations instead of going to the, uh, to the internet with some of this shit. I mean, because the internet, they don't do nothing. It's a bunch of vultures waiting around to make easy pickings off fucking people dying. And I don't mean people that are fucking and dying at the same time. You know what the hell it is that I meant when I said what it is that I said. But 
I got one more story. Wait, two, three. I got a few more stories for you, and I'm getting the fuck up out of here. First, let's go to the sheriff's department. Where is this sheriff at? I don't know. What is he talking about? I don't know. Let's see. The top priority is the safety of... Let me see what the hell is going on with this right here, all right? ...of our community, even if that safety requires us removing one of our own officers. Now, Correctional Officer Brandon Wolf was arrested Wednesday on suspicion of selling drugs. This is coming to you from ABC 10 TV. The investigation of a San Joaquin County's sheriff correctional officer accused of possessing a controlled substance that he intended to sell and illegally possessing an assault rifle has widened. Sheriff Pat Withrow announced in a video statement released Thursday. You can check out the full link on their Instagram, Instagram profile, but correctional officer Brandon Wolf has been arrested on suspicion of dealing drugs. Now, I do wonder, what do they do with these officers? Is there a special branch of the prison that these guys get to go to for their protection? Because the last thing that you want to do is be locked up with the same inmates that you... I don't know, I've been strong-arming. I know for a fact that this guy just doesn't bring drugs in and they give him money. There's some sort of other agreement going on. And since the, the, the snitch culture is very, very high right now, somebody's going to sing. I'm pretty sure somebody's going to sing. But yeah, I don't know, Brandon Wolf. It's going to be a long ride for you, buddy. It should be a long ride for you, buddy. It's going to be a ride for you, buddy. I don't know what else to tell you. But... There is another thing. Um, there is a few fucking stories, you know, that I got a report. We're talking about the cops, so we might as well just talk about the other cops, too. This is an interview that was done a while ago, it looks like. It says cops reveal they're asked to target Latinos and blacks. And the, 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 the guy who's talking looks like he's Latino. Let him talk. They tell you this to your face. Black Hispanics between 14 to 21, they must get stopped. At the end of the month, these officers, whoever don't have that arrest or those few summonses, they're pressured to find something. You might not see nothing. You're supposed to be visible. You might not see anything, but you go hunting, like bounty hunting for an arrest. Hunting. Hunting. You know, I've heard police officers use that word in a lot of different documentaries that I watch, like the hunt is on. You know, hunting is a very primal, instinctive thing to do when you need to eat. And theoretically, in these cops line of work, I would try to I try to play devil's advocate for everybody to make it make sense. If you tell somebody that they don't get enough rest, or enough arrests before a, a, a quota is due, they are going hunting. So what they are describing is very fucking true because if they do not make said amount of arrests, that fucks with the budget for the department next year. So they have to get out there and get those arrests. Plus, they'll get hazed by their fellow officers. Locking up some, some old guy, some homeless guy, finding somebody who's riding a bicycle on the sidewalk, who's spinning, and you bring him in. The problem is when you go hunting, when you pull any type of numbers on a police officer to perform, we are going to go to the most vulnerable. The most vulnerable. Of course. We're going to go to LGBT community. We're going to go to the black community. We're going to go to those people that have no vote, that have no power. 
If we start doing what we're doing in Midtown Manhattan, a phone call to the mayor's office is going to be made. That's going to be the end of it. We're the predators, they're the prey. The worst thing you can have is a police officer that needs an arrest for the month. So you're all minorities. How does that make you feel? It's, it's horrible. This is something coming from the top that trickles its way down. And this is why we're all here today. I mean, what the fuck? I'm sorry, I had to drink uh, some water. <laughs> I'm still, I still haven't had nothing to drink. 20, 23? Yeah, 20, yeah, 22, 23 months. It's been a while. Anyway, yeah, them cops. Man, the abuse of power, it is very prevalent when motherfuckers who ain't never had no power finally do get something. Like I was talking about earlier, little men, little bitty small motherfuckers, little bitty teeny tiny motherfuckers. Anyway, it's just a fact. A lot of people cannot control power once it's handed to him. And speaking of things being handed to you, have you ever been handed a uh, a medical, uh, 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 I don't know, uh, not disease. Some of you motherfuckers are still walking around with STDs. Have you ever been handled a medical mental diagnosis? Have you ever seen the movie uh, 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 Unbreakable? You ever seen that shit? You, you know, the movie with M. Night Shyamalan, you know, he, he does some good movies every now and then. But check this shit out right here. Weird psychology facts. It's morbid facts just with psychology. Part one. Disassociative identity disorder, a.k.a. multiple personality disorder, is a mental disease that affects roughly 1% of the population. It happens when a person disassociates themselves from a past experience that's too traumatic for their conscious self to deal with. This can cause the brain to fracture into many different personalities with their own postures, gestures, and ways of talking. So hold on, there's this movie called Identity. And that, if you've never seen Identity, please look up Identity. It is a fabulous motherfucking movie. It is great. There's this crazy white guy in this movie, Identity. And in his head... There are like nine different motherfucking people. And these motherfuckers have made a sandbox inside of his mind. And I ain't talking about the, the, the kind of sandbox where you make sandcastles. Imagine a sandbox like in Grand Theft Auto. Like you really can't understand the parameters of exactly how big it is or how small it is. But you do know that that shit exists. Look up identity. It's kind of like what it is that he's describing right now. Some of these alters can be so extreme that someone can experience major biological changes with each personality. For example, one woman with this disorder has some personalities that are blind. Even with her eyes open, an EEG showed that there was no brain activity associated with sight when these blind personalities were active. What the fuck? So a person can go blind if their split personality is blind? Is that what that means? What the fuck are humans? In an even more extreme case, serial rapist Billy Milligan had at least 26 different personalities. What? 26? Does everybody have their own bed? Where do they live at? Who are their parents? When they die, do, do the other ones show up and hold a funeral? Do they give each other flowers? Please. He was famously acquitted in court due to the claim that two of his personalities committed the crimes without him being aware of it. We that is wild, man. I did not know 
that a motherfucker with a mental disease could make themselves well not make themselves that the body could make itself go blind temporarily while someone else inhabits that person's mind that's some scary shit yeah i just learned something on my own motherfucking podcast anyway i mean humans are crazy things Uh, We make crazy laws, we've created this crazy system, and sometimes the system, it fails. Most of the time, the system, it, the fucking system failed us. Listen to this crazy shit, all right? Today was the formal sentencing of Shantiri Weems, which I know is a case a lot of you have been waiting for. But first, let's go over a summary of what happened. Shantiri was an owner of a daycare in Owings Mills, Maryland. She's married to a man named James Weems, who is a retired police officer and ex- Whoa, I didn't know that. Marine. At the time of this incident, he was working at her daycare as a bus driver, and he also did security on the side. In the beginning of July of 2022, a parent said that James essayed her child, so she called the police, and it caused the daycare to shut down while the investigation was ongoing. Okay, essayed must be sexually assaulted. And not too long after that, another parent came forward and told Shantiri that James essayed her child as well. So she drove to a hotel in D.C. where James was doing a security job at to confront him. Shantiri said that once they were in the room and she was confronting him, he started to walk towards her in a threatening manner. So she shot him in the neck and then once he was on the ground, she shot him again in the leg, shattering his femur. Before- Whoa! Ho, ho, ho. Fuck around and find out if you want to. Before Shantiri was arrested, she wrote in a journal that was recovered at the scene that said that she didn't intend on killing James. Instead, she wanted to paralyze him so that way he couldn't hurt another child again. In total, James received over 30 charges against children, including rape, essay, and assault, and his trial begins on May 22nd. Wait a second, he survived a shot in the neck? Bruh, God is not done with you. They are going to hurt you in jail something bad is going to happen bro god could have t- he could have sent you to, to to hell or something he kept you around for something guy i don't think it's good now for shantiri she was arrested and charged with aggravated assault while armed carrying a firearm without a license possession of a firearm during a crime of violence and resisting arrest what the fuck is it was it proven that this guy was sexually abusing these kids though was offered a plea deal and accepted it in November, where she pled guilty to the aggravated assault as well as carrying the firearm without a license. Following that, the prosecutor recommended a two-year jail sentence followed by three years of probation. However, that's not the sentence that Shantiri received. The judge called that recommendation too lenient and said that she acted with deliberate cruelty and inflicted life-altering injuries to James. So he sentenced her to four years in jail followed by two years of supervision. He gave her 48 months for the assault charge and 20 months for the firearms charge but did say that they would be ran concurrently. When this sentence was read out, friends, family, and supporters that were in the courtroom were outraged. After her sentencing, Shantiri gave an emotional statement saying, quote, I was supposed to protect those children. My husband was supposed to help me protect those kids. I bear so much guilt because the person I chose to love and trust turned out to be the one the kids needed protecting from. Shantiri's lawyer said that they're looking into the possibility of appeals, and he also said that Shantiri was expecting to get released today, which is what I know a lot of us were hoping for. What the fuck? Hey, man, judges and lawyers, sometimes, most of the time, almost all of the damn time, they are motherfucking slime. And I ain't talking about that kind of slime. I'm talking about 
The Nickelodeon slime. The green slime. That booger looking slime. That fluorescent slimer looking shit. Slimer was kind of dark green, but use your fucking imagination. How in the fuck can you not? How can you not? let this lady go i mean was uh, he was convicted of these charges right he survived for a reason right why is she like she said she was supposed to protect those kids she married him to protect her and once she figured out that he was hurting those kids she felt like that not only was she violated but she violated the kids and that's just hyperbole i haven't spoken to this lady at all but i could only imagine i could only imagine man good shit for shooting that sorry ass motherfucker he deserved it i don't give a fuck what nobody says and i'm not trying to gaslight you at all bad things happen when you try to gaslight people check this shit out what is your point? Are you telling me or chastising me for using a privileged motion? Is you um, fussing me out for <laughs> using a privileged motion? Is that what you call yourself doing? What did you That's... just say? What did you say? You're not going to allow me to do what? I mean, you laughing. I'm trying to hear what you're saying. Okay, I think that you can hear me just fine. But for the record, I said I will not allow you to gaslight this community. Gaslight. Or, yes, sir. I suggest you look it up. See that disrespect? I suggest you look it up. Check this out, Becky. Oh, I mean Karen. Oh, I mean Susan. Listen, bitch. We will continue with this appeal. We'll deal with this after the appeal. Watch yourself. As a reminder on the appeal. I can use Excuse me, Mr. Mays. You are out of order. When you dog me out and interrupt me and tell me I'm a gaslighter, I'm thinking that's some type of arsonist. And when I talk back to you, because I didn't call you no name. Or you that That's a new thing with this generation is they love to call names, but let you start calling their little sensitive ass some names. Ooh, they feelings get hurt. There's no adjective, but I'm going to look up some and I'm going to remind you of what you call me sitting in that chair. Yeah, when you talk about me, you talk about folk. Gaslighting. Don't use no more adjectives for me. You can shake your head all you want. You can turn red all you want. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> I'm leaving that boy alone. I'm leaving that guy alone, man. He ain't playing with him. He is not playing with that stupid ass lady. Yeah, it, it's it's disrespectful to automatically down talk on anybody. But when you're in a position of power, like I said, sometimes it's unrecognizable to you because you've never had it and it's abusive because you can't control it most of the time things that you can't control that you abuse you lose grasp of them and as some people start to lose grasp of some things i think it's best to just i don't know stand back and watch them figure it out on their own i saw this i i saved it and I meant to include it about a week ago. So it's late, but it is going into the canon. Listen to this right here. It is uh, interesting to say the least. I am proud to be white. Whoa, 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 whoa. And this is coming from In The Black Podcast. Um, let's run that back one more game. I am proud to be white. They're proud to be white. 
Let's hear what they have to say about the whiteness. Three, two, one. Can there be a middle? <laughs> All right. No, gotta pick a side. Pick a side. I don't know which side to pick. Don't hate you guys. I don't. I almost went there too. It's like I think so like hard. guiltily, like I'm like happy that I'm not oppressed, but I'm not proud of like things people have done in the past. When I when I think of being proud of something, I think of something I worked for. Or that, um, yeah. I, yeah, I had to get, I, I had to do nothing to be white. Absolutely nothing. And nothing was taken from me because I was white. It's like saying, I'm a proud white person is a completely different saying than saying, I'm a proud black person. Because when you hear, I'm a proud black person, I think empowerment, I think strength, I think courage. I th yeah, it's, that's true, lady. I think, you know, all these amazing things that the black That's true also. Black community has done and accomplished throughout the years. Even under oppression. But then when you say I am a strong or I'm a proud white person, already there's so much like hate yeah. involved in that. But most of that hate comes from your ancestors. The thing about that is like like how you said, someone who says I'm proud to be black, that's empowerment. Why aren't I allowed to be proud to be white? What makes it wrong? Yeah, what are you proud of? Just your skin color? Because yes, that is wrong. So you're so saying I, I, I can't be proud to be white because I don't have a culture? No, I... <laughs> I Whoa! Hey, listen, listeners. I didn't say that. She just admitted that they don't have no damn culture. So... Hey. I don't know what else to say. I, I am literally speechless when it comes to a lot of this shit that has jumped on my timeline. I mean, uh, I'm going to leave. I'm just going to get the fuck out of here. Just, I'm just going to take it home with this right here. Women, black women in particular, need to, to, to lay off of that strong thing. That's a, that's a trap. Because when you say words like strong black woman, it makes us superhuman. And it makes people think, oh, we, we're, we can conquer anything. You want to be strong, but that can't be your label. Women. Well, that is a, uh, I don't know what the fuck that is, man. That, I, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what else to give you. This is an early edition of the episode. You're going to be getting this motherfucker before you wake up. It'll be available. So when you do wake up and you see that there is a new Justice in the Peace podcast and you open this up, when you get to this part of the podcast, pull your phone back out. I need 30 seconds of your time. I want you to go ahead and hit that like, hit that subscribe, hit that notification button, that bell button up there, so you can get a notification whenever it is that I drop a podcast. They're daily, sometimes twice a day. Go ahead and, and share the podcast. I'm not asking for any money, but if you feel generous, well, gosh darn it, donate, motherfucker. Last but not least, every single one of these episodes are recorded in one sitting no edits no cuts no splicing no pasting none of that shit it's just not incorporated in the format of this show all of these episodes are dedicated to the life the love the legacy the memory of 
my mother page. I love you. I miss you. I'm still searching for you every single day until my last breath is left. I love you, mama. I miss you, baby. Papa. My grandson. What, what's up, little dude? Go okay. Yeah, it's a, it is about that time. It is about that time. I cannot thank you enough for listening to the podcast. Please don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, give me five stars, share the podcast with one of your friends that's an asshole just like me or an idiot or whatever the fuck it is that you deem I am. Go ahead and share with one of those guys. I'm pretty sure at least you at least know one person that has a sense of humor, you motherfuckers. Anyway, I'm out of here and this is another Justice in the Peace podcast production. I want to thank you again so much for listening. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Please don't hurt nobody in the process. That's all I ask. Peace. Now, I see you haters. Don't think I wasn't going to get out of here without saying nothing. I see you haters trying to flag my material. I see you. That's all right. What what that does is it is a complete verification that you see me too. Peace. <laughs>